Gentlemen, where I would like to start is uh, looking at your YouTube channel. I see all these uh, nice driving trips that you've gone on uh, in the past year. And I suppose in particular the summer of uh, 2021. What is one memory that sticks out from that time, from that summer? Um, Well, I guess what really sticks out is definitely like the freedom or the feeling of the freedom to be in the studio and being creative on a daily basis. Like it felt definitely, yeah, just like a, a special time again that felt um, with, with so much space that hasn't been for quite a couple of years mm-hmm. since it was really busy in a good way. But also if you're very busy, of course, there's not much space. So I, I think there was a unique thing about 22 and 21. And that sticks out. Sure. Well, you mentioned something interesting then, because I suppose from, from your early, earliest hit, uh, Soul and Dance, it kind of immediately went straight off in a way with, with the way uh, the success went for you guys. So how did you deal with that then? Well, I suppose you get in this roller coaster of having things to do like you said you don't have a lot of time anymore for yourself what was that like uh, from your perspective mm, yeah i mean yeah for sure it, it was a very busy time it took off quite intensely um we toured a lot we toured three months in the u.s uh we went to australia uh, south africa so we saw a lot of places it was a lot of impression um it was kind of hard in the first years i'd say to develop properly musically because um yeah it it was tending to be almost numbing sometimes Mm. uh because there was so much input that it was hard to process it in a good way to feel like i can in a controlled way can move forward and make process um but I feel like we had we we met a lot of great people and our team grew into a very strong team and so we managed to like yeah get get the safe space that we need to develop and I think it was important um, because yeah also in that first years we made a second album which was really tough because it was in between the spaces of like touring extremely much and then at the same time have to make an album. Also, it was the album right after the first album, which was very successful. Um, so it feels like, yeah, it was a lot. It was challenging. But all in all, I think yeah. we um, we found a good way through the storm. And now we're sailing <laughs> with perfect wind towards south. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think, like, actually almost till... Lockdown, or like in the past two years, we spent a lot of time to. I think all that space was needed for us to um, also like to think back, to reflect, and all that, and also like to evolve as well. Because like before that, it like it almost always felt like that the success was always a step ahead. Right. Like success wise, we didn't take it step by step. It was like one big. One big step, and then we were like, you know, we were still had no idea, <laughs> you know. So it was always 
a lot of times it felt like didn't feel like a huge step it felt like you were thrown into splits yeah and I know that's pretty painful if you don't <laughs> practice it <laughs> Yeah. That's interesting then, because you had time to reflect, as you mentioned. Uh, what did you then realize about your own creativity, about your own musicality that you wanted to focus on? Because now you had some time, now you had time in the studio, you can kind of settle down a bit. What did you notice about your own creativity? It needs space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, no, I think, yeah, I, I guess as much... Like I, I guess it's those two words, creativity and productivity. Mm. And I think um, the combination of them together makes good music because I, I guess you can be very creative being touring and around the world and do, being busy as well. But the combination with productivity is the process of creating. And I guess that what makes creativity also feel feels more alive and more rich. And so I guess that's what we felt is way more possible if in your head there's not a date coming soon where you know, okay, there it will end. Um, so, so I feel, yeah, that's what we learned, that the more space you get, the more confident and yeah, the possibilities and just um, everything becomes more productive in the way that you also can try more things. You feel more confident to go steps that you might not have went when you don't have the time, because that's what I mean with confident, because I feel like we, you know, want to do things that we haven't done and all that. Um, yeah. I, I think that's what we learned. Was creating uh, Megling Records then your own record label? Was that important in that process to take a little bit of ownership and to kind of be able to set out your own schedule? Um, well, we did that in the very first beginning and kind of failed with it. And mm. <laughs> um, also, I had to learn our lessons, and um, and then we just, you know, yeah. We've been with like several big labels over the years. And then also uh, with the lockdown, there was just, uh, it was also the, the time for us to make that decision if we want to go on with the label that we were with during that time, or if we want to do it, you know, in a different way. So um, we thought a lot about it uh, with our, managers a lot of you know a lot of dinners <laughs> uh and and just like talking about like where where do we want to go with this project where is it now you know like a little more of 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 um yeah thinking about the well the future kind of like sure like more from from a, maybe more um responsible perspective <laughs> you know <laughs> before that we were just thrown into it and then all of a sudden it became our uh, profession our job and then after after years you know you you start thinking okay am i do i want to do this for the next 20 years and if 
how do we want to do this, you know, and how is it possible? What is like the, you know, the best, best way for us to, to, um, to do it in a sustainable way, you know? Sure. So that was, and that brought us to the decision to, uh, go independent. Okay. This might be a difficult question to answer, I suppose, but, and then I, I I think it, kind of changes with time as well but what what is that drive then have you found an answer to that question why you what you want to do and how you want to do it the drive like the behind it yeah well yeah, i yeah, guess kind of kind of yeah. the, the, the passion or, or why you first why you see yourself doing this for the next 20 years and then the second part being okay but if we are going to do this uh We want to do it this certain way. And then, for for instance, now with more environmental or sustainability consciousness. And, and Right. But um, I think it, it all leads to the basic, which is our profound love for music. I, I mean, that's what it started with. And that's just something that feels... Yeah, like we talked about it recently on a podcast. It's It's a passion. And a passion means that you almost like without like condition without condition you love something so much you just kind of like need to do it and you do it on a daily basis and it fills you already it like kind of like helps you to like because we're all searching for something and it helps you to have a feeling of uh you're in the right place with that mm -hmm. and i guess if you once have found something like that in life it gives you that drive and then <clears throat> it's very lucky when that turns out to be uh, your job, since we also all kind of like have to do that in society. Sure. And so I guess when that meets and you do that for a while, of course it's, it's, um, it's probably also kind of, yeah. I mean, that's also a famous issue, I guess, when job and passion meets that it can, destroy the passion mm. um but i guess yeah that's why we like are happy that we had so much space and could think of a lot about it because i guess if you have a good balance and you really build something up that holds that balance uh, i guess it's a very huge privilege and something that we're super grateful for And that you also want to work for hard mm. because it's something you want to maintain and that you feel happy about. Um, yeah. And I guess, um, I don't know. Did that answer it? I hope. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of because, because what I found and this is kind of what I mentioned earlier as well. When I, when I was looking at the videos on, on the uh, YouTube channel, kind of the live things and you do sessions. I, I don't know where it is, but I saw a session, um, Uh, with giant rooks, teardrops, and it, it's those kind of things. It just seems fun. It seems like it, it kind of exudes passion. Like it, it, you would do it even if you weren't getting paid for it, for instance. So, so the, those kind of moments and those kind of things, I mean, is that kind of the goal? You just want to do that? Um, um, yeah, I mean, I think that is probably... Um, yeah, I mean, that is more like, that is maybe, I mean, like the session that you mentioned, 
that's probably like moments personally personally for us where i mean where it's just like in this case it is it is just like the the fun thing is like you know like music bringing people together right uh we've been on tour with them they were supporting us on our tour and just doing a session together was yeah it was just you know a lot of fun and just super nice and uh, super stripped down and it was just about the music then um but and it is always like that but sometimes of course you well <laughs> you 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 do shows or, or tours or whatever and you get offers where there's uh then that uh as you said that financial uh um aspect uh sure. comes in but even then you know like it is in the end it is about the music and the show and how you know how we how we play the music and where where we play it but What was the question again? <laughs> no, like yeah, if, if if those sessions are the like moments that we would only ah. want to be or like do, and I mean of course it's like that's the moments. That's what I kind of meant. It's that's the moments that are the basic because we are playing sure. music and we show that. That's what we're thankful for and why we're privileged because it's a big part of our work to do what we love, which is playing a session or playing concerts, small or big, and be in the studio and be creative and but of course that's that and not that's a huge part uh but of course we don't put videos out constantly of like all the dinners and like meetings sure. and sessions and all that where we like talk about the business side of it now too and that's that's what i meant with the balance it, it has to hold itself to mm -hmm. i guess maintain that like feeling of like i am doing also what I love or started and why I'm here. And I guess that's what I meant with the dangerous issue, because I guess sometimes the business side can take over. Right. And you kind of yeah. like lose, but I mean, I mean, yeah. you know, it's actually like, you know, once you, once you share your music or once you like, even if it's, even if you, if you do busking, And you you're selling your I don't know your CDs or trying to sell your music what your art to the people. There's a business side of it, you know. That's true. It's, yeah, that's true. It's on another scale, so it's it is just there's you know it is part of it, and uh, right. it's also fun sometimes, you know. Absolutely. Um, um, and yeah, yeah, it's about the balance. I don't know. Well, well, let's move on there from there because um, you have that all of a sudden, all that time in the studio. Uh, you, you kind of uh, get forced to, to slow down because of the pandemic and then you have this time in the studio. What was that like, especially the first couple of weeks? Was it just trying everything out that you can possibly think of? How, how, how were those initial kind of sessions for, for new tracks? No, I mean, the very first weeks were really taking a break. Okay. Um, yeah. So it was really just for us. We also all have families. Um, mm. So we all just went home and had some time there. And I guess we all enjoyed it. 
since we came from a long time of touring. Um, and yeah, then we just started going. I mean, we started, actually, we started with the home sessions, mm. which uh, I don't know if you saw them on YouTube. We did like songs from the album that we did before we took and put them into a acoustic or not acoustic, but just kind of in a different, well, it was pretty acoustic um, <laughs> vibe and uh, recorded them all from our houses. So we kind of like sent each other, like one started and then the other one played on it, send it over and played on it. And so yeah. on. like a lockdown, lockdown session. kind of production from all the, from all us four. And that was a lot of fun. And I guess also kind of for us was maintaining the feeling of like, you know, making music, together. making music together, because obviously we were also all on diff in different places. And from that, Clemens and I then started, because we both moved to Berlin, started to um, get a studio because we didn't have one yet. And then we got one and then we started going there a lot. And <clears throat> we, yeah, just started to put out because also going back to before the thing with creativity and productivity through the last years, we had collected a lot of ideas always right. on phones and like, you know, like all this like little snippets of creativity shots that you like trying to catch. <laughs> and uh, so we, yeah, just used that big diary on our phone of ideas and started pulling them out and remembering them and play around with them. And then we, yeah, started having session with other people. Also, of course, a lot about Zoom. Like, um, that was a fun experience as well. Even though now that we can have sessions without Zoom a lot again, <laughs> it's definitely preferred because it's just, um, it's something different. Sure. Um, but yeah, all in all, we just, yeah, went, went to the studio every day and yeah. started writing and producing and just having fun doing that. And we also, once we went into a like farmhouse kind of like outside and took a couple of days there and um, lights out, that's the song, for example, on the, on the last trip tape sure. uh, release was on there. Um, so we, yeah, just, just recorded music a lot. One question about the uh, trip tapes. And then you have done uh, covers before, but what do you learn from doing these? Or do you learn anything? Is it just kind of you like a song and you want to see what you can come up with, how you would interpret the song? Or do you, do you learn something by dissecting kind of music from other people? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, like the most fun part about it is that the song's written when you do a cover, And you can just like play around with, yeah, as you said, arrangements, interpretation, uh, make it your own. That's always what we're trying to do when, when, we, when we're doing covers. Also, what is very interesting, I find, is when you, when you do other songs, when you cover, you know, songs from other artists, uh, you also can, like, you can learn from it or see how songs also can be written right. the structure of it. like the yeah the structure or like also like the phrasing whatever 
all different sorts of aspects uh, that that lyrics and melodies and harmonies have. Uh, you can you can uh, uh, yeah enjoy that, experience that, and learn from that. So that's that's nice. It's like you know, it's like reading someone else's essay mm. <laughs> in school and see like oh. But that's that's interesting, <laughs> you know. Oh, you that's why you that. put the introduction and then everything. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, different structure, and like oh, you know. So and um, like even sometimes, I guess, if you like take the structure and change it, it could still create a new picture that works super well, and you're like, wow. Yeah. Or it could be that doesn't work at all, and maybe they had been at the point as well, and that's why they did it the other way around. You know? Mm. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, there's also never there's never only one way to to write a song. Or it's like you can you can write one that one song in many different ways. And like And it really like just teaches you how universal music is because a song can work so many ways. It almost shows that it's its own living. You know what I mean? Like sure. same with our songs when they're done and like people also interpret them or whatever it's like it's it's not in your control it's not yours you know and still they work for themselves which is i think also a nice lesson or like or you always learn something from it since you see it being different sure moving towards then synchronizing and kind of the upcoming uh, things that, that that you want to release how do you find that I don't balance between uh, because you you've always been a, a band that has very eclectic uh, influences and then kind of mixes all these kinds of this, uh, different genres and uh, and things. But also, as you mentioned, there's a, a million ways to to create a song. So how do you kind of figure out which way you should go with a song, and uh, how do you know? How is the how does the decision making process go in a sense? Is it very like don't overthink it or is real music dying? What even is real music and who are we to judge that? Well, my father is a lifelong musician and together we've been making music for over a decade. In our new podcast, we dare to ask the urgent, the weird and the deep questions. And we have a lot of wild stories to tell. No matter what genres you enjoy, whether you're a musician, a producer or a listener, we invite you to discover unconventional perspectives on music. So tune in and go follow Mad Makings of Music wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we never have a, we're not a concept band. <laughs> uh, of course, sometimes we have like, uh, you know, well, there's an idea or a song and we have like a vision or could be nice to go like somewhere like this and that. And then you like, we also, you know, like hear references sometimes. Yeah. But, but also a lot of, the the uh, creative process uh, happens very naturally and like go with the flow kind of thing and see where it takes us and sometimes it takes us some like we we go and then it takes us somewhere and then we're like 
like mm, maybe let's go somewhere else you know let's go a step back but it's on, yeah. yeah it's also like try and error sure uh sure. uh a lot of times um i guess it really the process is driven <clears throat> by you have to listen to your own music again you know what i mean like as you listen to other music and you kind of like feel it and you listen to it and you have a feeling of like that feels good that sounds good i, I guess you have to do that in the process of making your own music as well because then like what clement said like creating it i guess because you said we're not a concept band of course we're or like what does that mean or like yeah i get it but what you said you work with visions and also with like obviously because you listen to a lot of music with references to kind of mm -hmm. like also communicate with other people where do you want to go um but i guess yeah in the process of like you go or like the kind of like part of creation where it's like unconscious or like this like kind of magical part where it's like you don't know where it came from and it happens mm -hmm. i guess that's definitely belly driven you know that's oh, that that's what i mean with like it comes from like the almost other way or not the other way but it comes from the part where you like listen to it and that makes something with you like the feeling of yeah. like i hear something that i feel and also there's like always that uh i mean it's the hardest thing to do but like we all also always want to create something that wasn't there before <laughs> which is of course like it's you know almost impossible but That's also like, oh, let's maybe let's find something, you know, more special, more maybe different. And, you know, like that curiosity to, mm. to, to, um, right. well, it's, it's like a force to go to, you know, the, the, yeah, like a new, totally. Um, And I guess it's really the game nice. out of these two. Yeah. Sorry, we talk a lot. Should we keep it no, shorter? No, 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 that's perfect. <laughs> that makes my job very easy. <laughs> okay. No, that, it's really interesting to hear because that's what I like as well. I like how the creative process goes. So, so it's really interesting to hear. So, so maybe we can make it a little bit more concrete by taking Synchronize as an example. So first you mentioned you had a bunch of ideas stored up from the past years was synchronized one of those ideas or did you have a sketch for synchronized no synchronized was one that came like i mean also i mean yeah like 2020 the um pandemic started so like there we took a lot from the past before that and then we wrote 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 wrote, wrote and then synchronized i, I guess we wrote in the summer of 21 um and that was an idea right there um but yeah i mean generally ideas often come from like something we recorded the day before or something you know because okay. instantly things come and then you record it quickly and then the next day in the in the studio you kind of like take that out um but yeah on synchronize it, it all started with the thing that you hear the first time when you listen to it it's the 60s kind of part at the beginning the strumming sure, guitars sure. like we will be that old bass and the, the what is it in english tambourine tambourine um so that was there first not so 60s as it is there but just like strumming and singing like acoustic guitar and i guess that's something 
the acoustic guitar is something we often write with uh, because we both can play it. Play it <laughs> that helps. Um, and so, yeah, that was there first. And then we just, that's, and then this kind of part where vision something also with references uh, that this strummy, acoustic, vibey part leads into something like very beat driven and like dry and electronic. And so we, yeah, just tried to build a beat and that also went quite quick. And once we had that and combined it and had this transition going from the first part into the second, we really loved it and we loved how it works and how you really can jump from that vibe into that vibe. And yeah, it just felt great. And so we had this and then it took us a long time to finish it and to write the verses to it okay. because we kind of like felt like, yeah, we also like had a hard time saying that's the chorus and that's the post chorus or that's the pre-chorus and that's the mm-hmm. chorus. So it was kind of a very vibe driven song. Mm. So I guess maybe that made it hard to puzzle it together and like have verses to it and like, a, like kind of like a middle eight or something. And yeah, it took us, I think like a couple of months. Okay. Till, and also what Clemens mm. mentioned happened that we went somewhere and had verses written. And then a week later we were like, uh, uh-uh. That's not it. Let's let's step back. Let's go back and try it again. Are are you very? Uh, do you set the bar high for yourselves in that sense? Do you are the, are you very critical of of what you yourself make? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it has to feel right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair and enough. if the feeling is not like. If the feeling is not like, oh, yeah, that's nice. If we don't like it that much, then we should like better work on it and go further till it's like, oh, yeah, that's that's good. That's right. You know, <laughs> it has to feel like fluent, like current. And, you know, like, um, um, yeah, it just has to feel good. And if it felt like in this case for synchronized, like, with the, I think there's been like, I don't know, like it's at least six different versions for verses, okay. like totally different. And it was like the puzzling and it, it felt like, it felt like it was put together, you know, but that's not good. Like we wanted it to be it like, flow. like, like, yeah, fluent, like right. flow. Um, yeah, sometimes you, it is like, you know, you have this idea from half a year ago and then you go, you don't do anything with it, but then you you discover it again. Uh, that's also something that we do, you know, when you uh, check all your, vo- your thousands <laughs> of uh, voice memos <laughs> and then, well, you start, yeah, you're trying to find a good counterpart to it. But um, in this case, you... Yeah, it's it's sometimes it's hard to find the the last piece. The last piece, uh, yeah. Well, because having experience uh, and and you're very generous with your time, so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna round off now. But um, having experienced that that massive su- success, especially immediately, uh, kind of as you were coming out, and I believe it was 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, 
is that something you kind of look for again or are you kind of well we've experienced that now we get to uh really do what we love creatively without kind of expectations or worries that we need a hit or something um yeah i think that's like the that comes first you know that we focus on creating what we love and what we like and it has to feel good because that's like the sustainable part of it you know because if we don't if we just if we just want to serve the 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 success and i don't know the uh the pleasure of uh radio airplay <laughs> or whatever it probably doesn't feel right anymore within a couple Hmm. months or years um, but of of course like um i mean it's nice if you have songs sure. that also get attention but it really feel i mean like it is like that of uh you know it is uh i mean of course there probably there won't be a song getting that big again but I mean, if we look back on the on the past, like even three or four years, you know, we sure. had we had a few songs uh, also getting a lot of uh, streams and airplay. So that's nice. It's like a cool, constant um, um, yeah, no, I mean, thing. I... So that you know, I'm like, I think we're super happy for it, you know, and um, um, yeah, no, no. It's, it's cool. I mean, we do have a, we do have a number one song, but also there's a number two and a number three and number four, you know. So it's like it's not like that one and then sure. there comes nothing. I, I saw the the <laughs> reactions know? to synchronize yeah. are really good uh, so far. At least so, so so. Final question then: well, What are you looking forward to in the future? Are you are you working again towards an album? Are you? Uh, just want to release singles for now. But what is kind of the plan heading heading into the next couple of months or even a year? Yeah, we want to finish an album. We we um, working on it, and we are okay. leaning towards the end of it. Um, so we are really looking forward to release more music this year and play live. So really, those two things will be the main thing um, for the next month. And we're really looking Sounds forward. Philip Clemens, thank mm -hmm. you so much for taking the time to talk with me. Thank you. All right.